Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Emily. (laughs) (laughs) And tonight we'll be making baked Baked spaghetti spaghetti pie. pie. Okay, you found this recipe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I found this recipe, and then you were the one that was like, hey, we should make this We tonight. should do this one. We should do this one tonight. This looks really weird. It looks super weird. Okay, it's really. Mushed it's mushed together. <laughs> pretty much. Spaghetti. The idea is, I don't even know. Uh, the idea is we're going to, we're the, the, the core concept of this recipe from, what was the website? Oh my gosh. Hurry and look at it. <laughs> A spicy perspective. Shut up. Which, okay, when I opened this recipe, I was like... Easy, hold on. Uh, easy gourmet recipes and spicy conversations. <laughs> oh, jeez. What a fucking tagline. You... Hi there, Summer. S-O-M-M-E-R. Is that My who? Mom, travel enthusiast, and resident cookery queen of a spicy this is no i can't this is another one of those okay so here's the thing this is another one of those stay-at-home mom blogs that was established in like 2009 and she just (laughs) freaking makes stuff up okay so you know how normally when you go through this like this is why aliens don't visit us i know it's true you know how like people when they write they post all the photos of them making it and in between they're like here but here's the thing sometimes they're helpful because they're like when i made this this is the issue i ran into yeah so you read the recipe and then what okay she didn't do that though i tried to read through because i was like kind of confused on how it was constructed was it spicy conversation Did no she have spicy opinions it on was immigration? the weird i kind of well, i didn't read it all because i was like i'm trying to skim through <laughs> so it. i'm like fucking bored can you give me some pointers <laughs> so it's just sitting there and she's just talking about i mean look just look at it for a minute like it's just a random story i don't even know what she's saying the first time she made baked spaghetti pie was in 94. That's oh, yeah, when she yeah, graduated yeah, yeah. high school. Oh, God. And then she's like going back because she calls it retro spaghetti pie. She was pregnant with the fourth child. That's like the second sentence. I don't even understand how this is a cohesive story. No, nope, it's not. I got nothing here. So throughout the whole thing between all the pictures, because again, you would think, okay, I see this picture of her mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. part of the recipe. So it must relate to the re- Nope. You know what these websites are? This is Google AI. This is what these this is what these websites are. This is the beginnings of Google AI as trying to assemble like I wonder if it could sound human. And so I mm-hmm. bet you the Google AI like searched through the internet and found a bunch of like relatively similar photos in light and composition and subject matter and they like tried to get the Google AI to like okay, I want you to write a recipe and I want you to write a story and the AI was like, "Okay, I okay. will write story now." About as- I made stuff in About, 94. I am high school graduate. I go college and am pregnant and make a is spaghetti. Your, is your Google AI slightly Russian? Uh, No, he's a Slovakian immigrant. How dare you? Oh, sorry. Jeez. He's a proud Slovakian father. You know, um, everyone's no, a little bit racist Everyone's sometimes. a little bit racist. Sure, we're all a little gay At least we too. don't go around committing hate crimes hate crimes yeah like wearing socks with sandals god no, 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 it has i saw eat, that don't eat, don't eat it. It oh it has egg. raw eggs oh <laughs> that's a thing oh my god i'm gonna get salmonella okay all right so she's freaking out oh because god. i just took like a piece of pasta from the thing but we have to mix in a couple raw eggs after everything is made all right so let me let me let me start from the beginning <laughs> because this recipe is a piece of garbage and let me explain how this recipe works so I diced a couple of things of, what are those things called, of garlic, pods of garlic? Cloves? Oh, sure. Those are fine. I thought those were cigarettes, but it's the same shit. Um, nutrient pods dense. Pods of garlic? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like a little pod of garlic fluff, Continue. garlic sauce. A little cocoon of garlic. Yeah, a little whatever. cocoon of garlic. That's what they're called now. The whole thing together, all together is yeah, cocoons. Yeah, sure. It's a basic instinct of, it's a basic instinct of a thing. Anyway, um... So we diced up some garlic. I diced up a yellow onion, threw it in a pan with a pound of ground beef and half, water, a, pound half of, a pound of mild Italian sausage. Yeah. Okay. So we cook the ground beef, we make the sausage delicious, right? The onions get a little bit smooth mm-hmm. and gooey and brown. Meanwhile, we're 
boiling spaghetti. Spaghetti. So we're boiling the noodles, right? So they kind of cook concurrently. Yeah. Uh, we throw in what? Some Italian seasoning, some sea salt, a little olive crushed oil, tomatoes, crushed tomatoes, tomato, paste. tomato pasta. You put it all in things. And so not then, only do we throw in salt, we are now addicted oh, to yeah. that smoked that sea salt Malden stuff. Sea salt. Ugh. Our not a sponsor for this week is Malden sea salt, the best Jeez. fucking salt you've never had. Malden smoked sea salt. Malden smoked just, sea salt. Just just start adding it to everything, and it just adds like another dimension of flavor that you didn't. We made roasted. Food. potatoes for our family oh hell and, yeah and doused uh, in the thing you know all your family was like dude what is with these potatoes and i'm like Kate, i'll never i was one tell. of the last ones because i was holding dash so i was on the last yeah. ones to go up for easter to get and, and potatoes the, to, they and were gone there was like because i cut them into quarters they were already baby potatoes that i yeah. cut into quarters there was five left was five, five quarters, five quarters. you had potatoes. one whole potato pretty much <laughs> one and a fourth one and a fourth potatoes so that's that's just great anyway so you make that all this meat, so we all all in, do the thing we cook the whatever all together and then you mix you mix the mm-hmm. the meat mixture the meat and tomato sauce mixture and you throw it in with uh you basically just make Meat sauce and spaghetti. We pre-did this because it was very noisy. Yeah, there was a ton of cooking, and and I've listened to this uh, enough. I've listened to this podcast enough times to know that like the ASMR is adorable for like a seven seconds, and then it just it, it gets annoying to have a constant gargle of the thing like in the background. Sh- because in person it sounds like one thing, but not being able to see the stuff, it sounds yeah. super weird. So, so you make you a meat sauce. You make a meat sauce, sauce pasta basically, and then you um, scramble three eggs. You scramble three eggs and you dump the three raw eggs into the mixture. And now what we're going to be doing is layering the mixture in a springform pan. So Emily was super kind to grease a springform pan. And then we're going to do like a layer of the mixture and then throw some cheese. A layer of the mixture, throw some cheese, a a layer of mixture, throw some cheese, and then we're going to fill the pan all the way up to the very top, at which point we'll then push it down. You kind of mush it down, and then you put a couple slices of cream cheese Mm -hmm. on top with, uh, we saved like two cups of the meat mixture off to the side so that we're going to coat that on top. Mm -hmm. Once that's done, cover that in cheese, and then throw it in the oven for, what, 350 for 20, 25 minutes or something like that? So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. So we're just going to construct the pie. Now, it's going into a springform pan. Which which, neither of us have ever used before. No. (laughs) You popped it open like a, what was it? All right, so it's like, okay. Have you ever heard the joke of oh, adult Pop Goes the Weasel? Do you uh, know what it is? The terrifying, how it's terrifying, right? Pop Goes the Weasel is terrifying for a kid. Is this a dick joke? No, no, no. Not Pop Goes the Weasel shit. It's a Jack in the Box. Yeah, I get that. I know. I understand that the rhyme that goes along with the Jack in the Box. Sorry, but I'm just Jack like, in the Box. Adult Pop the Weasel is. No, no, no. It's a dick joke. Okay, it? no, it's really not. Sure? I'm talking about like the stuff, like the dough and canisters, like the Pillsbury. Oh, sure, Pillsbury. Okay, and how you unwrap it and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, uh, it's gonna. Nah. How you're 100 percent afraid terrified of. Terrified of those. I hate. My them. favorite thing is to watch the fear, <laughs> just like, drain the time. blood of your face, <laughs> like you've fucking seen a ghost. Like you just went up to the mirror and you're like, bloody berry, bloody berry, bloody berry, and the Pillsbury dough ghost came out and scared the shit out of you every fucking time. Yep. There has been so many times when you've like almost dropped the dough because it's popped in your hands, and you're like, motherfucker. The one time you did it, you were like, cock-sucking son of a... And I was like, whoa, I didn't know you could swear that much. It was like when we were first dating. And like was like, I didn't know you could swear as much as an 18th century pirate. Because oh, holy shit, you lost it on the thing. Because that one, for some reason, that one like was like extra yeah, it was. inflated. And it expl- and you were like, what? And I was like, it's it, like, Joe, are you okay? But he was scared the piss out of you. And I was like, wow, all right. And you're just like, never. You're opening these from now on. I hate these stupid things. And, and then like, I'm always determined, though, to like face my so fears. And every time every time you run away screaming, like, nope, I don't care. You, I hate well, all this. you offer, and I'm like, no, I can do it. And then you don't, because you're like, that's just. Uh, well, it's you're like a battered housewife, I feel like shuddering changed, like, every time you do it. Because it. it used to be you peeled off the outer layer and it always popped. Yeah, it's, and now it doesn't but anymore. I think you it's have the, to push on it. See, that's the thing, and I think they did that on purpose specifically because if you peeled off the wrapping paper and it it popped, it was a surprise because you didn't know it was coming. If yeah. you're pushing on it, you're actively choosing <sighs> like, okay, no, I'm gonna do this. I'm in charge. 
uh. No. No, but literally, like, opening the springform pan, I did not expect <laughs> it to, like, ju- I mean, I know Dropped it's springform. It fucking sink. I, like, it all fell. <laughs> I'm, like, sitting there opening to wash it real quick. And that I'll shit listen. was hilarious. What was my, I don't know, you, I don't, I blacked out for a minute, so what was yeah, my reaction? Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm, like, looking down, and I just see, like, go over, and you're just like, <laughs> Is it weird that I feel very adult? using a springform pan i feel like it's one of those things that sure julia child would smile on us yeah, and be like like, <laughs> like i only know grown-ups <laughs> use springform pans sure no like a like in the adventure zone when when merle Hightrich brings down Della reese as his yes. spiritual weapon yes. whatever like uh guard his guardian of faith or whatever it was like julia child is your guardian of faith right now yeah she looks down at you and, oh, you're using the spring foam pen correctly. You've leveled up. <laughs> oh that's gosh. hilarious. Not going to lie. And that's actually like 30% of why I wanted to do this recipe was because they're called for buying a spring foam pen. I'm like, hey, I don't have one of those. I think I could use one. I Not really, that, okay, and here's the thing too. Apparently, you apparently, need to be an adult to do is. Is what? Close it correctly. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Okay. This is also where I don't feel like an adult because the fucking fact is we spent like 15 solid minutes <laughs> figuring out how to close it. Because both I of us were like, wait a minute. Before I opened no, it. No, you just, just happened to it. open it. Well, you open it away from you yeah. blind and then it's get the piss out of you. So then it's like halfway in the instant, like your brain like shorts out to any memories attached to this thing. Mm-hmm. So then, then we're holding it where both of us are like, well, because it looks like it should attach There's like a hook and a clasp and a thing and a stuff. And you're like, wait a minute. It should just go. But hey, it doesn't. So seriously, I'm looking up YouTube tutorials of like old ladies. And they don't <laughs> show it close enough to see what the no, hell No, we went to the fucking to Nordic Wear website and we're like, how do I look at the, what does it require to do this? And it just, it was ridiculous. I still anyway. feel like we're doing something uh, wrong, I but still, I can't yeah. think of any other way to do it. So That's if, my this, thought. If, it, if it pops if open it horribly in the, in the middle thing, of cooking, you know. I want a refund Nordic Wear, yeah. Viking, Viking cookware. Which is an interesting brand, Nordic Nordic wear. Because Nordic, I get, is like Norwegian, but they have just like a picture of a Viking, which I'm like, that's pretty fucking racist. Thanks, guys. Never mind. I'm not going to say it because I'll curse us. What's the thing that you're going to curse us with? No, I'm not not saying it. I said Bloody Mary three times. I'll say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Well, you are wearing a striped shirt, so it's like you're almost here. Thanks. Anyway, what's the thing? Calling me Beetlejuice? Thank Uh you. Yes, beautiful juice. Beautiful, oh, beautiful oh, juice. Thank you. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> okay, talk to me about the thing that we're cursing us with. What? Ready, uh, go. I just have a feeling that when we're mushy, we've got everything and we're pushing it. Oh, that's it. it. Oh, that's it. Okay, so the part of the recipe is this, you layer it and you mush it and you layer it and you mush it and you layer it and you mush it. Yeah. You're right. I'm totally going to mush it like the fourth time and it's going to bang and it's going to just baguette everywhere. I'm a little terrified. Hi, All little right. terrified. I'm dad. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> you may be a father, but you are not allowed to do those jokes. I know. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But the only reason I've been obsessed with them is because I've been listening to this podcast lately that I introduced you to. Yes, so you we did. like D&D. We're nerds. Dungeons. The Dungeons of Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. We, we uh, buy... What's I this was gonna say bi weekly. This is our as my favorite murder would call it our podcast corner. Uh what's that? Oh yeah, our you podcast share your corner. Po- another sure? podcast you we like. Sure. Okay, so this is the this is my part of the podcast corner. So weekly we are not weekly. Uh we used to and we don't anymore. Uh, but once a month we go with some we go to a friend's house and we play D D in their basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I helped with their basement and it's fantastic. It's Thank beautiful. you. You're very welcome. To the I do drywall, which also, hey, if you need some drywall done, uh holla at your boy, I'll help you out. Because I love drywall. So uh, one of my most favorite podcasts is The Adventure Zone. And yes. I recently started like listening to it again. And Which is, I don't even know how many hours of listening. It's, it's not, forever. but seriously, there's 60, there's 60, there's like 60 hour and uh, hour and 15 to hour and a half episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I plowed through it like a month. <laughs> it's so You were funny. always listening to it. Like- I know. It was great. It was, it was wonderful and glorious. So anyway, I was listening to it, and in Overcast, the app that I use to listen to podcasts, which if you're just using Apple Podcasts to listen to podcasts, you're not doing yourself a favor. 
I cannot stress enough. If you have an iPhone, you need to download Overcast. I really it makes, like Overcast. It, it is so. It is a far better user experience. But you can't really rate on Overcast. Yeah, you don't anymore. need to. I mean, yes, I appreciate if you guys go to iTunes and rate us. That's fantastic. And listening on listening through Overcast is so much better because you can set the audio, the speed, the volume. Mm-hmm. There's you a can lot set of individual preferences for how you listen to a podcast. There's just more. It's just a overall smoother and better designed user interface it makes looking at and listening and accessing your podcasts infinitely easier and i think you can make like a playlist so that if you want to skip between uh-huh you can things. search in the search bar and mm-hmm. any term so it will bring up anything in the show notes in the title yeah. of the show or in the title of the episode so, of any yeah. out of any shows so if you're like oh i need to listen to blank but i don't remember you know if you just type in like uh it's th- 30 or something you know you can just type in anything and it will bring up different episodes yeah. and stuff like that that you're listening to it's just a fantastic experience so anyway in listening to the adventures on on overcast they recommended at the very bottom there was like a little ad and it was just like hey listen to this one and it was dungeons and daddies <laughs> not a bdsm podcast that's literally their part of the subtitle. title subtitle of it's in their artwork not a bdsm podcast book well it technically it could be because it could be books dungeons spells and magic but it is the premise is four dads have been pulled into a fantasy realm in their honda odyssey Uh, oh uh the hyundai odyssey is that what they call it in the in the show or something it's very funny so they get pulled into a fantasy realm and they kind of like crash land in their honda and everybody gets passed out and their their children all their sons and you know kids get kidnapped Mm -hmm. and then sold off and auctioned off so the beginning couple episodes is they're trying to locate and track down and and reclaim their like (laughs) sold into slavery kids and the part that got me like hooked me was dad jokes do 1d4 psychic damage so, so you make a dad so joke I and make, it hurts you so physically it, it hurts no no it hurts everyone like, around yeah. you oh is that what it is <laughs> so i make dad jokes now like in whole foods and like listen to people cringe and i'm like oh you probably rolled the three <laughs> psychic damage for the win yes i am a nerd and i imagine dungeons and dragons in real life Okay, speaking of Whole Foods, you ah, know how um, the holiest of foods. Yes. Okay, Facebook says here are your memories and things you've posted. Oh sure. Okay, so oh crap, I gotta find it here. While I find it, you start dumping that stuff into the pan. All right, I'm gonna do a layer first, and then yeah, here we go. All right. Problem number one with this uh, with this recipe, the noodles. What we should have done is broken up the noodles. Oh, because well, that's why I'm wondering if we shouldn't layer the cheese if we just dump it's it. It's not going to be cheesy enough, though. That's the thing. I'm with you. I'm with I, you on needing to be cheesy enough. No, so I, here I'm going to break it. I'm going to break it. Okay, so here's the issue. As it stands, I can't pull a little bit of noodles out. Like I can't spoon a little bit of noodles in. Oh wait. All right. So my thought was is I was going to take. Uh, like kitchen shears and slice like break up the noodles go in and cut cut okay. cut cut and cut up the noodles but actually instead of doing that and instead of using a spoon i'm gonna grab tongs yeah that word that reminds me of thongs it's <laughs> ah, fantastic stop thinking about thongs Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like Imagining all the thongs I've seen on people in my life, and I'm like, there's many good ones. Yes, thank you, Cisco. There are many good ones, and there's many terrible memes of, like, Armenian dudes who are look like uh, daytime werewolves or something, (laughs) and they're wearing, like, lime green ones and Borat in a thong. You're like, nope. So I'm trying to push those memories aside and and hold on to the good good ones. Okay, so five years ago, my status was, and this was a quote, okay? My tattoo is of the environment because I want my environment to be a product of me. Hashtag things I heard at Whole Foods. My tattoo is of the environment. Because I want my environment to be a product of me. It's kind of an oxymoron. Right? Isn't she just saying she just got a tattoo of herself? I don't know. And I kind of feel like, feel like it is. was a guy that said this. <laughs> Some hippie he dippy with dreads. ponytail made of dreads. Yes. That he hasn't washed in forever. With like a bandana wrapped around his head. Yep. Okay. See, yes, this is working way better. The uh, <laughs> Tong tongs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is working infinitely better. So I'm just kind of spreading it out. You know what we should do to mush it down? What? 
Get a potato masher. Um, I'm kind of thinking, I wonder if we can find a plate or something that will be just big enough to mush into it. Yeah, but plates have curved edges. Are you judging something for their curves? How dare you? Who do you think you are? Because I am not curvy. (laughs) Zing. As I sit here with your curves, yes. Yeah. I was like, I can't think of words. I I can't words. I can't can't have a comeback at not working. If you wanted the best words, data languager. (laughs) That's from that Rick and Morty cartoon. Oh, okay. You want someone with good words, data languager. I throw football hard. You know, I have all the words. All the best words. All the best words. I was listening to our last Ugh. episode, the serial episode, and I was like, man, we were both tired as shit. Maybe we shouldn't record this podcast at like Did 11 it, was it Was night. it boring? No, I don't think it was boring. I just, it was definitely like. We I, kept yawning. I know. <laughs> you know how many times I cut out the yawn? <laughs> you know how many yawns I edited out of that? Like six minutes worth of yawns. <laughs> but I'm like, damn, we had to just break and pause. And We were so tired. Listen, we're new parents. Shut up. He's only six months. Oh, we got photos done today. Okay, which, by the way, (sighs) all right, so if you guys have kids or if you want pretty good photos, you live in Salt Lake, I highly, highly, highly recommend Or even they're in my American Fork, too, by the way. Called Camera Shy. Mm -hmm. Our friend, uh, actually the sister of my best friend, posted on her Facebook that she'd gotten these great photos done, and they looked really good. Yeah, and I asked her, I was like, where did you get these done? She said this place called Camera Shy in Gardner Village, which for you Ohio friends who are mine, it's basically Chagrin Falls. It's like this cute little tiny quaint part of salt i don't know what the hell it is but it's it's manufactured and fun so you walk around well, little tons of shops i mean like i that. used to work there so i was the receptionist in their offices one summer nice and so i was like a temp there for a while okay so i found a pretty good moosher it's a pyrex bowl lid <laughs> yay for tupperware lids yay pyrex yay pyrex not a sponsor i wish i wish pyrex sponsor us yeah really so i'm it- really hoping that we get like a like a good Somebody like Blue Apron. That's what I really want. No, and not yeah. just that, like we can like like every other fucking podcast you listen to, <laughs> where you just like you know, oh Blue Apron. Like I hope that they would. So wanna... we can make some. No, that would be so fun if they like bought the podcast and we worked for them and they were like, yeah, we want you to make episodes. We, we want you to make... try out these recipes. Try out these recipes. We like. I would die for that. That would be, so be so much fun. fun. That would be yeah. so much fun. So Camera Shy, it's this really cute place. Yeah, so, and it really was. Really, honestly, okay, so you can do indoor or outdoor sessions. Oh, so, sorry, Gardner Village. I was going to tell you about Gardner Village real quick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're backtrack, like a Quentin Tarantino movie. I know that because I worked there. So, a huge, almost every building there is a historic building from Utah. So, Which is a lot because... They transport them there. Well, and there's not a lot of historic... I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot of, quote, historic buildings in Utah. There's yeah. not like... I feel like over the East Coast, I grew up, there was tons of shit that was like, oh, this has been here for 200 years. You know, oh, it's been here since the uh, 17-something. I mean, you other. have some stuff downtown that's historic. Yeah, the... The, the, the church building. The church building. And the, I know, I know, I know. But there's not a ton of like... Yeah, and, I mean, and then you have like the Pioneer Village where those are historic buildings too. Those are buildings that have been transported there and historic as well at this is the place park oh sure they have the those are actual like pioneer buildings that have been transported as well but anyways yeah so gardner village all of the buildings are old some of them have already have like started there like what started there was the gardner mill which is now archibald's restaurant archibald's that's at like the front of the village and then they've transported all these other buildings there anyway so that's kind of like what it's like this cute little i don't what would you what quaint yes quaint yes is the word yes you're looking for yes it's like stars hollow yeah it's like our own version of stars hollow weirdos don't watch gilmore girls it's just like an adorable little you just call village. People who watch Gilmore Girls weirdos. Yes, they're weirdos. Um, I'm sorry. They talk very fast. That's an incredibly popular show. It's basically so I think like people who three don't watch speed. it are the weirdos. Mm. Uh, we beg to differ. We beg to differ. Agree to, to disagree. Agree to disagree. I guess because my favorite thing is when people are like, um, I beg to differ, then beg. Oh my <laughs> god! Such a power move. Creepy. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of power moves. Oh, my God. I was driving yesterday. What? I was just driving aimlessly for a little while. I had a little bit of time between clients, and I wanted to go get something like a – I wanted to go get a snack. I wanted something, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what I – 
what, whatever I'm doing. It was just killing time. So you were driving like, around Sugar like, House. What sticks out to you? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, and I fucking saw a dad on a riding lawnmower in cargo shorts give finger guns to another dad on a riding lawnmower. And I was like, what a fucking the ultimate dad move. Wait, were they in their yards? No, yeah, respective yards. They like were like simultaneously passing each other, going the opposite way. And the one dad was like, beep, beep. beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I That's am the dream. part of this moment. That's I the dream. Spent, it was amazing. It was Do amazing. you like, is that your dream now? A is little that your bit, goal in life? A little bit is to have a have a riding lawnmower that I can pew pew. Though I will never wear New Balance and I will never wear socks and Birkenstocks. Oh, God. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> I will not get out of town. The I was like, I'm still pretty... I'm still really pretty hipstery as much as I fight against that term. People are like, you're, you're a hipster. And I'm like, hell no, shut up. Don't call me a hipster. And no, then you like totally are. two seconds later, I'm like, I'm totally a hipster. <laughs> and we pride ourselves on dressing ourselves like a hipster. <laughs> yeah, dressing me dressing like a hipster, you dressing like a hipster, dressing Dash like a hipster. It's just uh, hipster all the way around. I feel like There's we're not like a the ton Adam of cheese family. left. You should just pour the rest of the yeah, pasta that's, in. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the pasta in on top. Okay, I did not think it was going to moosh very well. And it is. And it's mooshing pretty well. Nice. Which means, holy mother of God, is this going to be dense? Yeah. Because that was my other it's thought. There's tons of meat in there. That was, well, that was my other thought, was this is not going to hold up very well. Yeah. But that's why the egg is in it. Oh, and that's why I wouldn't let you eat it, because there was raw egg, because we haven't, we haven't baked it with the egg yet. Yeah, but this, I just, I thought there was just going to be a lot of space between the noodles. Oh. That, I was like, this is just not going to work. It's going to fall apart. Well, it's not going to fall apart. And then there's going to be too much mixture for the springform cake pan. Because as I started loading it in, I was like, holy mother. I did like the first layer and it was like half full. And I was mm. all, oh shit, this is not going to work out. And it's fitting. And it's perfect. 100%. I have a large. And it's sitting right is, at the top uh, now. What is this pan we've got from fucking Rachel Ray, whatever that fat bitch. Um, <laughs> sorry. Wow. I'm in a mean mood. I like Rachel Ray actually. She's super adorable. It's it's like a five quart, you know, pot. Yeah, was mostly full of pasta and meat, and the springform pan has totally fit I actually all think of it's it. More than five. I don't Nine, know. Eight quarts. I don't know. Eight quarts. Like I'm. Uh, Johnny Tsunami. No, no. What's the Mormon one where he sells, he buys the woman for eight cows? Oh, my God. And we God. all tout that as like the jo best. Johnny Lingo. Johnny Lingo. <laughs> I thought Johnny Lingo and Johnny Tsunami. Eight cow woman. That Johnny Tsunami, the D Disney Channel original movie. And we're back to DCOMs already. <laughs> I thought they were the same thing for the longest time. So when people are like, we're watching Johnny Lingo in church, I was like, oh, bro, I can't wait to watch Johnny Tsunami. And then I was like, this is not Johnny the fuck Tsunami. Is this shit. Why is he buying they her? They remade for, it. They have? Yeah, there's Is a it less newer... racist and uh, less misogynist? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, the main story is he buys her, his, because her hand he, in marriage. He with sees cows. her inner value. Well, well, yeah, Mahana is her name. Mahana, you ugly is like the big phrase in it. Everyone says it to Mahana. It ain't Mona. <laughs> Which, have you seen that meme? That's my favorite. Is like the Polynesian couple in Walmart, and they're like, dear white people, it ain't Mona. It's Moana. And I'm like, well, now I just want to say Mona. I think, are you supposed to put the cream? Wait, 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 wait. Are you doing the, stop, look at the directions first. <laughs> Think up that words. Are you supposed to put the cream cheese, then the sauce, or the sauce, then the cream cheese? Uh, I think it's cream cheese, then the sauce. I think it's the other way around. Oh, okay, here we go, ready? Cut the cream cheese into thin slices, lay them over the top of the pasta, use a spatula to spread out the cream cheese, pour the remaining meat sauce oh, over the top man. of the pie, you owe me. You fool. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you fool. I still, we still have to finish the camera shy thing, but let's keep we going. We do, absolutely. But he says, okay, the dialogue is Gandalf says, fly, you fools. As he's falling off the bridge and the Balrog is about to kill him, right? Take him down to the dark, the, the brainy deep. Mm -hmm. um, I, thought it said, I thought it said rally because he says it like, <laughs> fly it has like one rally, syllable. Yeah, because he says fly with two symbols. That's but not a says, thing. Fly, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> the wind has been, I guess the wind has been knocked out of him because, I mean, he just got the, he got like the whip, the fire whip around his ankle, which why wouldn't it have just taken, there was, it would have taken off his foot. But it burned it. It would have just, no, it was like, okay, the Balrog is a creature made of fire. He whips a whip around you. Made a fire. Made a fire. And the thing with whips, right, is the very tip of it breaks the fucking sound barrier. So 
He had a fire whip that would break the sound barrier. It would take off Gandalf's foot. That's what it would happen. But he's a wizard. He, what? Wizards don't have strong bones. In D&D, wizards have the lowest health. They use a D6 <laughs> of health, which is the fucking standard at which I'm going to measure wizard health because literally <laughs> there's nothing else. So he would be weak AF, bro. Did you see they're making a Tolkien biopic? Yeah, which I'm kind of excited about. I yeah, think me it's too. Be super cool. I saw, I saw the whatever Facebook trailers, which I can't, I hate that I listen, I hate that Facebook is like the thing that like most of my news and other stuff, <sighs> access know. to the world comes from. And I'm like, oh, I learned about this from this thing. And then they started selling movie tickets in the marketplace and my heart was like, I don't even think I have to use Fandango anymore. Mm. <sighs> hey, Let's life. put the cream cheese on. I'll put the cream cheese on and you're going to finish the story about Camera shy. Yeah. So, camera shy, what I absolutely love about it is, so you can choose either outdoor or indoor. Outdoor is a little more expensive, but it's like 30 bucks more. $30. They have I would a think really, indoor would be, why would outdoor be more because expensive? Because the lighting equipment, they have to move it around oh. more. It's a lot more effort to move around. Okay, that makes Where more sense. Where in there, they just wheel the huge ass light that's Got already hooked it. up. I thought it was the other way around. I'd be like, fuck you, we don't have lights outside. Deal with the shit. I don't, I'm, I'm guessing it's just because of the no, terrain. That would, make, that would make more and sense. And I bet you, because I do know it's Gardner Village, like if people go in, want to take like, because it's really pretty. People want to take like their wedding photo, like engagement photos there and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they have to pay for it. So I don't know if they have to like make arrangements that nothing else is happening. I don't know. So oh, I, like you can't just go and be like, hey, we're having our thing there because yeah, it's we're like doing a, this because maybe they have an event that day. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I wonder if it that is not spreading very well. Eh, it's cold cream cheese. It's eh. fine. Whatever. Well, and they only really have you put it on the top of it, so it's not like it has to spread really well. It's just got to kind of create a little layer. Which I'm going to snap a photo of this and post it on the Instagram. And so, anyway, so you can do, you can do outdoor, indoor, and their indoor is really, their studio is really cute. They have, I mean, it's not very big, but they've utilized their space really well. They have lots of different textures on the walls. Like, there's like a really, really pretty wood wall. There's like a couple white walls with different patterns. Um, there's a pink wall, like a rosy pink wall, a cool, like really pale gray. Like there's a lot of different choices. Um, they have very, very little furniture, which is interesting to me. But I wonder if they like, I, I think it was just what was in there. I noticed they had they like had a, a storage room. Closet. Yeah, they yeah. had a prop closet and then like a storage room off to the side yeah, of the lobby. Yeah, but it was like, it was like a closet, like yeah. not enough to hold a chair or anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The but the room was small, and I don't think I don't know. Think about most photos you've you don't sit take photos sitting no, down. No, not very often. I mean, the times that I can think of people when they're sitting down are like <laughs> stock photography when they're sitting behind their desk for an office photo yeah. and or oil portraits. <laughs> But so they have a little bit of variety with the walls and stuff like that. And their photographers are really great. And here's the thing that I love. So you get, you get a whole hour. <laughs> Sorry, that makes me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get exactly one whole hour. Oh, no, I was going to say that episode of Parks and Rec I was watching today. Oh, sure. He's like, I, that was so cre creepy. I have to go lay down for 45 minutes. No. No, an hour. An hour. A full hour. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, wonky eye Craig. 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 Anyway, and so you get a full hour of a whole session, and you can do, like, any sort of variety. Like, we had photos of the three of us. I We thought about doing a couple photos, but it's really hard. We had no one to, like, hang out with Dash, which was fine. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Dash got his own, like, tons of little photos of him. Yeah. And which he's making oh this thing. He's, he's, like, obsessed with making this one face right now where he kind of puckers his mouth. Yeah, he brings and makes it in the like smallest. Ooh, not, he doesn't stick like out his lips. Sound. Yeah, like an ooh sound, but he hides his lips, so he's, like, he, like curls them in. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of adorable, and he makes his mouth extra tiny. It's so tiny. Which is like he's slurping invisible spaghetti, yeah. and I'm all, I approve. And it's it's been only the last week he's been doing that. He's that. really like, this he feels funny in my face. Time. But I know he's my son because I guarantee he's doing it because he's like, I like the way this makes my mouth feel. And I'm like, <laughs> I do that too. I'm a 30-year-old adult, and I will say certain words because I like the vibration it makes in my head. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I read something in Vox Media um, that adult autism is not 
Uh, I'm trying to get like a tiny bit serious, actually, that adult autism is one of those things that we actually don't really talk about, only unless it's like a quote disability and it interferes with someone's life. It's a but a lot of adults, yeah, unless it's extreme and or something that necessarily like we'd have to you know treat with medication. But there's a larger variety of the autistic spectrum is actually probably a lot larger than we give it any kind of credence for. And psychologists are doing a lot more studies with people who exhibit sort of signs, and they're finding that. I hate this word and it's kind of coming out of the zeitgeist and psychology, the high functioning thing oh, that yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're using a lot of that. But there's a lot of adults who are like, you might be autistic without actually even really necessarily knowing it. So they had this whole like pretty in-depth quiz, which I'm, yes, I, I took an internet quiz that while well, they did preface it with saying like, this is not a diagnosis. Don't take this as a diagnosis. This isn't law. We're not medical professionals. Consult your doctor for your shit and go through this like 50 question quiz and you might, you know, like depending on how many you answer in such a way, you might be a thing. And I was like, I think uh, this is weird. A lot of these apply to me and I like this. It's 1130. Oh, no way. Okay. So I've got the last little bit of the meat on top. And then do you sprinkle it with cheese? Sprinkle. Dude, this is so much food. It is so much food. It's a like, could feed an army. A okay, small what army. I don't understand is is this is one pound of beef. I've literally had one pound burgers before, so I don't understand how this looks like. It looks like five pounds of food, yet it's just one well, pound. Well, pasta of, takes up a lot of room. I know pasta takes up a lot of room. It's one pound of beef, and it's only a half pound of ground like sauce. It like it's just somehow magically grew. You know, Pinocchio. Well, I always think, like, yeah, because like, the pasta takes in the water and it expands, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'd buy this pasta for eight cows. <laughs> you know what I think we should do is, after we run out of shitty Pinterest recipes, um, we should... <laughs> My favorite is the original Pinterest was the back of the back. Yeah. And I think we should start the doing box. the back of the bag of the box, the kind of thing. So on the back of Market Pantry, which is uh, Target. Target's Target's name brand, like Kroger or something yeah. like that. Um, Market Pantry is Target's brand. There's a Mediterranean skillet dinner on the back of the Italian style finely shredded cheese bag. All so right. I'm like, I think we should start doing that. <laughs> Thing is, I don't know. Are we ever gonna run out of Pinterest recipes? Because there's my God, I don't know. I I've looked, I've looked recently, and I've looked lately, and there's not a lot of new things. So, and I mean, I have looked through thousands of recipes to find stuff. And while I don't necessarily think we'll have thousands of episodes, I mean, uh, one pen podcast, ride or die, bitch, mm-hmm. and we'll do this until we're dead. Uh, one pen podcaster, bus. <laughs> there's a lot that I'm like, we're running out of. Not, not, I mean, we're only 25 episodes in, but like looking through thousands, there's not a le- necessarily a lot of originality. And I made this joke a couple episodes ago about like decoding Pinterest. And I've, I'm starting to get there where seeing the patterns of like, oh, roll this into a quote taco, put this into a quote um, casserole. Like there's a lot of stuff. That I'm like, oh, these are not new and interesting recipes. You're just mishmashing the ingredients together. And again, which just goes yeah. back to this idea that I'm like, I think it's a Google AI. I think, I think, <laughs> I think they've secretly been testing it out for like five years. And that meme, like f- a couple of months ago, that was like the, uh, 10 year challenge or something like that post a picture of yourselves, a mm-hmm. picture of yourself 10 years ago. And I'm like, dude, that's 100% a way for an AI to track aging. And I'm like, way to cool way to teach the intelligence Creepy. community. I know. I'm like, this is, this is totally CIA, not NSA bullshit of like, we're going to start a meme so that we can make our artificial intelligence and oh facial gosh. recognition scanners learn better. Creepy. And I'm all weird. Everything put, put together. I'm going to put it in, and then we got a, what, 25 minutes of yeah. cook time? Well, you have it a little higher than 350 because Utah. Is it freaking heavy? Yeah, that was really heavy with one hand. Holy cow. I mean, I'm, I, I did it with one Does it say 20 hand? to 25? Uh, 25 minutes until the edges are nice and crispy. Nice, crispy bacon. Speaking of Tolkien and things. Set a timer for 25 minutes. All right. This is going to be super exciting. Now, the jam is, can we talk for 25 minutes straight? We've gotten so distracted that it took us 30 just to fill the pan. So, well, it took us 30 minutes to tell you we took photos of our son. And I still haven't finished talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And go. I was just going to say, it's pretty cheap. You get 60 minutes, and then they choose the best ones, and they edit them within an hour. They're like, hey, come back in an hour. And so we went to Target, and we went shopping. And got stuff for tonight. And then mm-hmm. 
we came back and they were ready to go and they give you like i don't know how many images do we have like I don't know, 30 40? or 40 they give you between 30 to 60 depending on like what you have and i think depending on because they're kids images i think they give you that kind of range of photos because yeah. kids can be difficult to work with. there's a lot there was lots of times where she would just be taking photos of dash and and he's kind of like i'm I'm okay okay Uh aha really funny (laughs) and then like she'd take a bunch of more photos but he would take a little bit to kind of want to cooperate which she was she was super fun she was really cute with dash and everything and i felt a little bad because all he wanted to do was look at me and you yeah (laughs) um no no no. correction Uh he only wanted to look at you and he only has eyes Okay, so there's this one photo that we're taking where she's like, sit down and play with him. And he refused <laughs> to look at me. <laughs> I'm like, Dash, Dash, Dash. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. And he hey, is staring listen. at you. Thanks, Navi. Yeah, he was funny. The He's entire holding, Well, it made for some pretty good photos when him and like you and him were laughing and stuff like it's that. It's true. It was hyper adorable. And my favorite photo is the, like my new profile photo is I'm like kind of throwing him in the air and he's just <laughs> screaming with laughter. That's one of his most favorite things is to be thrown in the air yep. to pretend he's Superman. And I'm like, yup. And he is dying laughing. And I'm inside like, like crying like this. This moment is so oh my gosh, beautiful. looking through those photos. They're Ugh. adorable. But so, it's oh. only 118 for that session. Well, 118 Before for the whole cut, session. You get the rights to plus all of those all of edited the photos, photos. And they were edited. Not and not like basic, like they did really good They're beautiful Photoshop colors. work. I was really impressed. I got kind and of he had like a little a, scratch by his eye. When you were changing eye. his diaper, when you were changing his diaper to kind of get him ready yeah. for the photo shoot, I kind of got a look at the little back room. Yeah. Yeah, like a bunch of kids and a bunch of fucking IMAX and they were like powering through editing oh, yeah. photos. I was floored. It looked like one of those YouTube tutorials of like watching me edit this photo in like hyperspeed. This one kid edited like 10 photos in a matter of three minutes. And he was just like, and filter and this and ditch and zoom in and cut this out. Because they do it all day long. And I was like, bro, holy cow. Teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. They These kids, and they were kids. They were punk kids who looked like they had summer freaking jobs yeah were photoshopping they're all in their early 20s quality. but they look like kids to us no they look like kids whatever oh the shieldedens and the, yeah so they're all edited and so dash had like he had scratched by his eye yeah before he, i cut his nails yeah, couple yeah, days yeah. Ago. he had a little thing a little scab from it and they're all removed completely gone because I, I mean like she didn't like try and touch up his skin but that was that, that one thing that like uh-huh. do you really want to Remember that there I was a spit scab. up on my pants from middle middle of the photo oh shoot, completely gosh. gone, and I was all damn. Yeah, in the middle, he, I, it was a lot. Of stuff. <laughs> Granted, it was, we were it was bouncing. We were like, awesome. hey, 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 and like, he was all. I mean, he what was do you expect, so dude? tired after that. He did so good though. It's fantastic. Anyway, speaking of shieldedness, that reminds me. I was making the joke. So we were at my sister's for Easter. Which I hope you guys had a really fun Easter. That was that was great. We went to uh, she has like a neighborhood block party of Easter yeah. stuff, which was really fun. They live in and the rich part of Salt Lake. Uh, they live in Mill Creek, and they legitimately like her home is on the fucking Mill Creek. It's a it's, creek it's, in their backyard. It goes they go through fishing. their backyard. It's fantastic, and so all the neighbors, it goes through their house and everything. So. At one point during the Easter celebration, I guess, or yeah. during the Easter party, whatever, they were doing a rubber ducky <laughs> race. It was adorable. It's so cute because they it's have the kids cute. decorate their ducks. They have ducks, the kids so fucking decorate the ducks. Yeah, it's My super nephew, cute. like, he like, made a pirate he one. He fucking, like, drew an eye patch. I know. It was so cute. <laughs> and I'm all, shit, I wish I was that creative. I know. It was super cute. I'd have been like SS McQuack or something like that. So then they go up a few houses. They go back to her house because we're at yeah. a neighboring house. They go up we're a like few houses. like two houses down, yeah. Uh, yeah, like two houses down. So they go up a few. And then it's hilarious. It takes like, I don't know, it takes like three minutes, two minutes for the ducks to kind of like travel down the yeah. little like raging rapids and everything. And they, so the, they the throw idea them is all into the they creek all at once. once. And it's kind of a fun thing. Now they have to catch the ducks. So the the whole idea was is that we get this. They were somebody was like, "How do we get? What are we gonna do to get the ducks?" And um, your sister's like, "I have a big net. I've got a big net." And she brings this out, and it's like the the friggin' child catcher net from Chitty yeah. Chitty Bang yeah, Bang. Yeah, it's huge. So of but, course I yell, "Cold is a child catcher!" And all of my theater friends might laugh at that joke, but mo- nobody else got it. And I was all, "Shut up! You guys are dumb. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Like, geez, why don't you just laugh at the freaking joke?" So. She brings out this massive, I mean, like a catch a marlin net. It's like a huge hula hoop. Yeah. 
with like a fisher. It's a fisherman's net. Yeah. Guy puts the thing in the water, right? And then they, they all say go, and mm-hmm. the ducks get dumped into the water, and then they're all racing down, and it's hilarious. And the dude's adorable. standing later. You know, he's standing downstream, whatever it was. So the kids are all on the bridge, and they're seeing the ducks come down. But and he starts to catch quite a few of them. <laughs> he starts to catch them, but they come a little bit too fast. The net's a little bit too big. He's kind of moving it around. And then as he's moving it around, because they're kind of like moving past him, the water, some of the ducks are going a little bit wide. He's moving the net a little too quickly, and the ducks pass right through. Through the net. Pass right the through. netting is just too big for these tiny ducks. So, poor kiddos. <laughs> His daughter, the guy especially, the ducks, oh, was like screaming, was screaming like she was in The Handmaid's Tale, and they were taking one of her children mm-hmm. from her. It was so sad. She was losing her mind, <laughs> which was the best entertainment for Easter I've ever oh been a gosh. part of. That was fantastic because she lost her duck, her rubber, her rubber duck. Oh, so bad. they knew who like won and who came like. For a second, third, but they were mm-hmm. all hoping to keep their ducks, and that's what he was trying to make them do. But I mean, like I said, into the net, he caught quite mm-hmm. a few, and then they all passed. And through. they all passed. It was so sad. All of them. Like, yeah. there was one point he was able good to save, like, children. four. Not good for catching plastic rubber no. <laughs> So sad. So, the spring form held together... Everything's done. Timer went off. Yada yada. I pulled it. Cheese is melted. It is gooey. So, wait for it. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. It popped out. And it held together. And it's a freaking cake of spaghetti. That's really the best way to put it. All right, I'm going to get plates. you got to get a big-ass knife, too, to cut through this. I'm not excited about all the fucking dishes we have to clean. No. One pan, two pan, three pan, springform pan, cardboard, cutting board, thing, stuff, scoop. Oh, my gosh. All right, here's a big-ass knife. Isn't it like a thin, wimpy one? Though? No, no. This is, one of the, this is my parents bought this knife uh, back when uh, we still watched infomercials. <laughs> and this was the knife that could cut through a steel pipe or a shoe oh, yeah. and still slice tomatoes, right? I remember that. Right? This is that knife. It's gotcha. the weird. It has like a weird drop handle and stuff. I remember that commercial. The Showtime exactly. six-star stainless Showtime knife. <laughs> I'm literally cutting it like a freaking cake. Well, it's I mean, gooey. it's gooey, all right. Did it cook till crispy? Uh, as much as I could, because I feel like what would have happened? It would have started burning. Yeah, I feel like in order to get it crispy the way they wanted it, it would have been not super good. I guess. <laughs> oh wow. my god, that's a monster. That is a monster. Holy cow. I'm I'm holding a triangle of spaghetti cake and it looks like a freaking Chicago deep dish pizza. <laughs> no thanks. Think crust pizza. I'm from Chicago. From Chicago. We're only gonna have one because that is so much. Um, I don't even know how much of that I'm gonna be able to You and I aren't even gonna be able to finish this one piece. No. Which also, how in God's name are we gonna store this in the fridge? Oh no. I do not have a big enough Tupperware container for it. Oh, I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> I know. All right. Oh, crap. That's uh, okay. I'm going to split this piece, so we're going to eat a little bit of it, and we're going to come right back, okay? <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. So, my first initial thoughts is, mm-hmm. it's spaghetti. Mm, it's a lot of it. And I guess, not that that was my hope, but I was thinking, you know, it would be crispy on the outside. Super or- crunchy or something, right? But I'm realizing in order to get to that, uh-huh. it's so packed. It's so moist. Uh-huh. Moist. <laughs> Gross. That you would literally have to bake it at a fairly high heat mm-hmm. for like an hour. Actually, here's my thought with that. What we should do or what we what this recipe could have done, because I think the crunchy, crispy pasta is actually the best part about it. Yeah. Which is 
the appeal of the our, oh, a couple of weeks ago our deep fried lasagna, right? Yeah. There is something very good about crunchy pasta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something really, really good about crunchy, crispy pot cooked pasta. So what I think this recipe w- would need in order to really make this really good. I think would be you have to cook it in the springform pan for the 30 minutes in order for it to dry out enough, cook the eggs enough to then keep its shape. And after 30 minutes, you pull it out of the springform pan, oh. but put it back in the oven to dry it out a little. To dry it out a little bit more <laughs> to get the edges, because that's what I noticed when I pulled the springform pan off. The top was crispity crunchity. Mm. But the sides were still super moist because they're, all the moisture was trapped inside the springform pan. So I think what would do, because it is super hyper dense, yeah. in fact, literally, you could put that thing in the oven for two hours and the outsides would be black the and destroyed. Would be, yeah. But the insides would still be probably moist and juicy. So I think this thing is if you popped off the springform pan and threw it in the oven, you'd be able to dry out the sides. So the top Definitely. and the outside could be crunchy, and then you have an inside gooey. So then you, at least you have like a 70-30 split. Like 70% yeah. of the piece of, the, of the spaghetti pie is gooey, and then you have like this 30% crunchy exterior, which would make it a lot better. I think okay. so, too. Okay, so here's the thing with this recipe, and here's the thing that I'm noticing is a, like a big trend in a lot of Pinterest recipes with stuff like this. Yeah. This is novelty. Yeah. The novelty of having like, whoa, spaghetti that looks like a cake is kind of cool. Yeah. Cutting a slice of spaghetti and having it hold its form in like almost like a three-tiered cake. Yeah. Like that's kind of, that's pretty cool. Here's what this recipe fails. The novelty doesn't cross over into utility, Hmm. which is to say that it isn't a cake form doesn't make it any better. There's nothing about this that is made better by being held in cake. This is an okay spaghetti recipe. We've just changed the appearance so instead of a bowl of well, yeah. spaghetti, it's just mm-hmm. a weird shape of spaghetti. A lot of Pinterest does that. Yes. Now, the best, the best of the best of the best recipes are the novelty of the thing comes through. And in changing the appearance, quote unquote, it actually improves the flavor of the thing. Yeah. That's where like bacon, the tater tot waffle, that failed. Converting it into a waffle didn't make it better. In fact, it made tater tots, it made the tater tots worse. The cordon bleu quesadillas, yeah. changing that, that didn't work. The cran, uh, cran turkey enchiladas, like yeah. taking cranberry and stuff like that and ma- like making Thanksgiving enchiladas, that was weird. While the recipe was crap, the idea of putting like, you know, turkey stuff into an enchilada form, that was actually probably hyper exciting and unique and would be like yeah. a thing. So this is one another one of those recipes where the novelty of the thing doesn't improve it. And in fact, takes away from the recipe because it makes a lot more work for us. Yeah. I have to put all this extra work to doing this thing in. Now, that being said, that's a thumbs down for me with this recipe. It was me a too. lot of work for, it was in a lot of unnecessary extra work to put it all into the spring form pan to cook nothing, it into things. To be nothing miraculous. Yeah, to be nothing miraculous. Like, no, no thanks. Now, I think you could improve on this recipe in this way. So, in the in the original recipe, what it had you do was initially you mixed the spaghetti, the cooked spaghetti noodles and the meat mixture, right? Mm-hmm. You had to pull two cups away because you really you use that as the top mm-hmm. coating. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think would make this recipe better. Not mixing the two. Mm. So doing a layer of noodles and then doing a layer of meat sauce. The stuff. Interesting. Like actually separating it. Like a lasagna. Yeah, because what I what I ended up feeling like was is as I was eating it, I lost a lot of the flavor of the sauce and the meat because it was evenly distributed. And what I actually realized what I like about cake is the cake and the frosting are two separate. Oh, they're layers. Yeah, they're yeah, layers. Yeah. And I think if you had buttery, olive oily, delicious noodles and then a layer of delicious meat sauce and then a layer of noodles and then a layer of delicious meat sauce, treating it like a layered like legitimately like a layered cake might actually be really really good because then you would taste the delicious salty buttery noodles 
Well, and then get pockets of chunky meat and sausage. Mm-hmm. And and here's the other thing. The cream cheese yeah, was Yeah, I was just about to talk about that. Phenomenal. That was really the great cream, on top. The pockets of cream cheese were phenomenal, which is, I think, this there recipe more of that. suffers from it's not enough cream cheese. You mm-hmm. have this magnificent ingredient that helps make the pasta sauce infinitely creamier. Yeah, it's delicious. with it. Hyper delicious. So that's what I would do. It just would be it. noodles. And the pasta sauce with little chunks of little cubes of the cream cheese. Of the cream cheese. Like use a full frickin' brick of cream cheese. And it sounds like a lot of cream cheese, except that it's like six pounds of food. Layering noodles sauce with cream cheese, noodle sauce plus cream cheese, noodle <clears throat> sauce plus cream cheese. And then seeing what would have been really, really fun. So I think also the novelty of this is the visual aspect of like, look, it's like a cake, the spaghetti's standing tall. Mm-hmm. So that and having visually distinct layers of sauce and noodle and things would have been hyper cool to look at. Agreed. So I think this suffers from uh, non-committal. Someone had the idea for a spaghetti cake, but then didn't push the limit with it. Well, didn't it sounds really like try she to learned like, about it from somebody, and I'm like, why didn't you improve it? I, I, and I think you're right. I think the thing is, is I think she learned about it, but I didn't think she was ever exposed to this person or whatever or AI robot who made up this recipe. I don't think they... Well, I mean, they did spell summer with an O. Yeah, whatever. I don't think they were ever shown this recipe and made it with someone. I think someone told them about it once yeah and like in an off-handed way like oh hey yeah we had uh we had dinner last night oh what'd you guys have oh we had spaghetti pay uh we had spaghetti cake what oh yeah we had spaghetti cake it was like a spaghetti that was in like a in the shape of a cake it was really pretty delicious cream cheese and like they named off a couple of things and i think this person has had enough quote experience in the kitchen to kind of like "Eh, i think i could make that because really legitimately that's easy yeah they figure it out i mean most people could if i said make spaghetti into a cake i think a lot of people would probably come to the conclusion of like then i could just throw spaghetti into a pan and you know they'd be a little unsure about it but after it was done they go like oh hey i made the right decision because that's all this legitimately is this spring form isn't any better than just a regular 10 inch round cake pan yeah it's not like the spring form makes it any super easy i think the idea that it's a spring form is you're able to pull the cake away a lot easier yeah, instead of instead having of to like, like tipping a flip it over, over and tipping mm-hmm. the pan over and trying to pry it out if it decided to get stuck. If you just remove the walls of the cake pan, then you're like, oh, great, I got it out easier. But this doesn't suffer from the dryness of traditional cakes. This isn't, you know, yeah. uh, flour and stuff that will glob onto a surface. This is oily noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fat from sausage and ground beef and such. So this is definitely, this is a thumbs down for Agreed. adding to any kind of I'm recipe. Totally there. This because is this not is a lot the of a thing. Now, if I made it the way I said with the layers and things, I think it would be a very eye-popping and eye-catching appetizer of sorts. I brought this to like a big party. This might really like like, a lot of people like, whoa, look at that. It's like a spaghetti cake, you know, and they would probably think it tastes better because it looks pretty surprising. I feel like that's kind of like a thing. I I feel like I've let I know this in my life where I've like, wow, this was really good. But it visually was super awesome. That's like uh, when people. Like when comedians yell on stage, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's so funny. You're like, no, he's just yelling at you. Uh, or when people uh, talk really fast, you can think they're authoritative. And so because you can't get a word yeah. in edgewise, you're more likely to kind of like agree with that person because they're talking quickly and over you. So you're just going to, uh, OK, I guess, <laughs> you know. So I think this is one of those things that like, eh, I would do it for a visual gag to be like, oh, look, look what I made, guys, spaghetti cake. And like, that's going to be know, super weird. And then take it. Eh, like say, two and a half, really. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's a, I mean, okay. It's an okay is, spaghetti recipe. As is right now. It's like a, it's a one mm. and a half for me. Sure. The taste is good, but the, again, the big, it tastes fine. Yeah. It's just not. There's nothing. There's no. nothing miraculous. Not even a little bit. And the only reason it's I rated just like a two, spaghetti. the only thing that I really like it that that I really rated as a two is the cream cheese. Yeah. I never thought to put cream cheese in a sauce like that. I'm like, oh wow, that actually makes it. And not even necessarily like throwing cream cheese into and mixing it into the sauce. Like 
literally just cutting up chunks of cream cheese and putting it in. And I'm like, I think I'm going to do that with my next time I make pasta with marinara yeah. and meat sauce or something. It was just, really freaking good. Just take a slice of cream cheese, you know, take a couple spoonfuls of Philadelphia and throw it in <laughs> and just have them as bites that kind of mix fuck. in. Yeah. yeah, make it hyper creamy after the fact. Yeah. And the pasta's hot and it's already made and stuff like that. So that Let I taste it get the cream all melty cheese and, and gooey in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's like a two. But beyond that, no. Nah. It's an okay yeah. meat sauce recipe, and then it's just, it's fucking noodles, so great, you know. Anyway. It's kind of. It's definitely meh, for sure. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. I didn't, I, I'm, I'm glad it's meh. I thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. I thought it was going to be actively bad. So, this isn't actively bad, which makes me pretty happy, because at this point, I'm able to look at, like, recipes like this and go, you're, you're probably going to be hyper novelty, aren't you? Uh, we're going to do a recipe. <laughs> I think in a couple of weeks, enchilada meatball tacos. Ugh. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. Do we have to? Yeah, gonna be, gonna be weird. But that's one of those that I look like. This is entirely novelty and is probably concerned with looking good and yeah. not at all concerned with tasting good. Okay. It's a monster. It's a monster. You guys can see pictures of this, of this guy on our Instagram and our Facebook and on Twitter. Everything's at One Pan Podcast. You can visit our website at www.onepanpodcast.com and join our shopping list. Mm -hmm. We kind of keep everybody updated on a weekly basis as to what is going on. What's going with on? Us and where we're going to be giving away some stuff soon. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that's going to be. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be super fun stuff. Anyway, you got to stay tuned to find out. Yeah, you got to sign up online. Just give us your email address and then. And we can send you cool shit. And then we'll stop you. Because we love you. Uh-huh. Just kidding. We appreciate you. This has been the One Pan Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny. Yeah, us not so much. <laughs>